Laker gang. Oh, we back in this thing. And what a win, man. This is literally, literally a few minutes after the Lakers versus Bulls game. So I am on, I'm not even on cloud nine. I'm on a whole nother level. I'm hype as hell, man. That's my wife. That's the wife. Hi, everybody. Man, I wasn't too bad. I wasn't too bad, right? No, actually, it was pretty good. Yeah, I just yelled, pat, you know, beat my chest it a few times. Loud, you know. Not as loud as you normally are. And with that, this is the Laker Gang Podcast, man. I'm your boy, at M-A-V-U-S-1-5. That's Mavis on Twitter. Make sure you miss any old episodes. Go to our podcast, www, which is LakerGangPodcast.com. You can check out all the old stuff, man. And you know what? Talking about the old stuff, it's my basketball sister's birthday, man, which makes this even more important to me. So we gonna take some shots for my sister. If y'all wanna pour up right now, this is the chance to do it. If you wanna smoke something, you go ahead and grab it, cause I'm gonna be on 10. I'm gonna be on 100,000 right now. So go ahead, pour you up some. Me and my wife, we about to take a shot for our the, the co-host of this show, the, the second brain of this show, our girl TV, man. It's her birthday. We're going to celebrate, too. So y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead and knock out some shots. And let's get to it. It's so much to talk about. And last week, I missed because I was out sick. My throat. I couldn't even talk, man. But I definitely wanted to get all this content out. The Clipper game pissed me off. I didn't know where this team was going. Uh, LeBron made a comment saying that this team, we're going to play better. We're going to do better. And I was like, all right, that's talk. I don't give a fuck about talk. These last six games have been the thing that we've been waiting for as Laker fans for over a decade. I know that sounds crazy. But we needed a team like this, bro. It is great. Oh, you know what? Let, let me just get to it. Let me just talk about some of this stuff. The things that I want to talk about. Hey, the tweets is rolling in. I can't even see on my phone, but I'm going to go through some of the things I want to address. First thing, the Dallas game. The Lakers, not this is one thing I've noticed for these last six games. The first halves, the first quarter especially, have been slow as fuck. It's been really slow. They've been in tough games, but playing decent defense. But the offense has been slow. But that third quarter against Dallas, when Anthony Davis... Basically loses his fucking mind and was like, nope, I'm not dealing with this shit no more. And he goes for 40 and 20 and three fucking quarters. 
Listen, bro. Superstar. Superstar shit, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sitting up there in amazement because he was doing it from all over the court and he was struggling with his jump shot. Then all of a sudden, this game, everything is falling. He's energetic. He's doing it all, right? So I'm like, oh, that's a great game, man. That's that's a great game from him. Oh, LeBron played great. No problem, right? Spurs game. Spurs. I hope I'm saying that right. Spurs. That's that Southern shit, Spurs. <laughs> LeBron gets a triple-double. Another triple double, I should say. 21, 11, and 13. Then AD comes with 25 and 11. But the thing that shocked me the most is, and y'all already know, the play of Dwight Howard. And I know Wilson A was on my ass about Dwight. I know. I'm, I'm li listen. Just like Shaq and Kobe, to me, you have to earn it. You have to earn your respect, right? It shouldn't be given to you. You have to play and play hard and demand your respect. And that is what Dwight did and has been doing in this six-game run. Dwight Howard has changed the second, the second unit. Every single time. Every single time he's instant defense. He's getting dunks and lobs. He's making, he was throwing AD lobs. Like, all right, I, I have to bring it back. I'm trying because it's so early in the season. But Dwight has earned some respect. Some. Some. That's respectable, right? I agree with that. He Some. Has. He has. I'm not giving him everything. If if he wins us a ring, I definitely will pay him all the respect in the world. But he has earned a lot of my respect. And I, you know, <clears throat> I heard it. I heard it on the last podcast. And hey, he was kind of he was trying to warn me. He was trying, Colt was trying to warn me, Colt of personality, if you don't know. He was trying to warn me, and absolutely, absolutely. He has earned it these last few games. Dwight has completely earned my respect. I tell you who hasn't earned my respect. Ooh, let's go to the opposite of that. JaVale McGee. What the fuck happened, bro? I was so hot in preseason. He looked so good. He did. He looked so good. And the energy ain't there. The rebound, he tapping shit instead of grabbing rebound. He not boxing out. He not rim running. Like, you can instantly feel the difference between McGee in the game and Dwight in the game. And I... I'm kind of leaning on this because McGee is starting and we having slow starts. It don't take a genius to see. It don't take a genius to kind of see who's fucking up here. 
He's letting a lot of baskets get in the inside. You can't have that. Hey, you literally have AD on the other side of that rim, dude. Um, McGee has been one of the disappointments. I'll talk about the next one. I'm going to take this shot, and I'll get to y'all in the second quarter. All right, we're in quarter number two. <clears throat> and my main focus <clears throat> is to give props to the coach of the Lakers, man. We got to talk about Vogel, man. Coach Vogel. And the main thing that he prides himself on is defense. I'm going I'm to point out some of these scores, okay? Since that Clippers game, the Lakers only gave up 86 points to the Jazz, 101 to the Hornets, 91 to the Grizzlies, 110 to the Mavericks, 96 to the Spurs. Am I saying that right? Spurs. To the Spurs. And the Bulls got 112. But let's talk about that Bulls that we just watched. They outscored them. 38 to 19. They went on a 29-4 run to beat the Bulls. Amazing. And it was that bench lineup that did the work. The reason why I'm giving Vogel the props is for two reasons. For one, his adjustments after halftime are crazy. Crazy good. Which one thing I hated about Luke last year was he never made adjustments. He stuck with what was out there, and that was a major problem. Tonight, AD didn't have it, okay? AD didn't have it. Vogel went to Dwight. Put, he put his trust in Kuz, who was struggling, and he put Daniels, Cook, and our boy Caruso around those two. And when he got McGee and KCP off that floor, they went on a run, man. A crazy run based around defense and attacking the rim, but mainly about defense. So he put in, he finally, it felt like he finally has a bench group that he could go to. Great adjustment. And the second thing is, Let's talk about that defense, man. The number one ranked defense in the NBA. Can we get some claps? They the number one in the number one in the NBA. Number one in the NBA. Number one. Look, look, look. I just want y'all to hear this quote. This LeBron talking. We want to be one of the best defensive teams. If not. The best defensive team in the league. We have guys that can take pride on that side of the floor. We don't want guys to score on us, even though they will, since we are all NBA players. But we have a great scheme. And that's that is LeBron giving Vogel the props. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Not to mention the coaching staff, which is stacked beyond belief. But, I mean, literally, 
we still haven't seen the real bench yet. Saying all of this. And the lineups have been crazy. People are coming in, going out. We just got Kuz back, which really helped. But he hasn't. The Bulls game is the best game he's had so far. When people were killing him, killing him. And then he went crazy. Then he had, I want to say he had like 11 points in that quarter. In that quarter alone. What I'm saying is we Bradley was gone. So we had KCP in who couldn't stop. He can't stop a cold. But we were missing Bradley who's been in shutdown mode the last few games. Mm-hmm. In shutdown mode. But I want to give props to one dude. I want to give props to one dude. My man, Danny Green. Yo, drinks on me, bro. Drinks on me. That fucking shot to go to OT, I damn near pissed my pants. I jumped so high. I thought that you were. I jumped so high off that goddamn couch. And he was so confident about the shit. And I had him. Let me tell you something, T. Because you don't be on, on Twitter like that, like that. Mm-hmm. I had a fuck nigga in my mentions saying, this is before the season start, saying that Danny Green ain't shit. He just, he just a throw in. Said he wasn't going to be no major part of the team. Danny Green has been major in most of these fucking games. Knocking down shots, scoring hella fucking points. I mean, and his defense, underrated. Nobody's talking about his defense. His defense is underrated. But his threes, his ability to knock down threes, and with us having so many streaky goddamn three-point shooters, it's so good to have a guy that you know. It's going to knock it down when you need it to. Right. That reminds me of like the old Lakers when we had Fisher. Like, you know, he could be having a badass game. Fisher going to knock down that goddamn shot. When need be, he's going to knock it down. How many times did we see that shit? The fucking point four against the Spurs. Oh, my God. Bunch of times, man. I mean, seriously. You need guys that can knock down shots. And I will say Bradley has been knocking down his shots. <sighs> KCP had one good game. He had one good game. I give him his props. He had one good game. Against the Spurs. And then he faded out again because that's what he does. But if he can consistently knock down open shots with Danny Green, if Cook can consistently knock down shots. If Caruso could consistently knock down shots. I know Kuzma will when he gets his legs. Right now, he's just... His legs ain't there. He he didn't really... He's been hurt. He didn't really have a preseason. This is third game. This is kind of his preseason. So he's working towards it. But he's getting... But... He snapped. And people was talking big shit. 
That's what I love the most. People talking shit and looking stupid. Oh my God, they was killing us. Bulls, bull, y'all losing to the Bulls? The Bulls killing what? Kuzma, y'all throw him in the trade. We hearing all the bullshit. Kuzma, they, even Lakers fans was talking shit. Kuzma, you might as well bench him, dog. We don't even need him out there. I'm like, dog, he got to... He got to exercise. He got to get out there. He need to run. He need to get shots up. Nah, people killing him. My only thing was, and you can read the tweets. Don't just settle. If you don't have legs, you can't get lift off of your shot. Attack the rim or score inside. There are easier shots. And we saw that. Cool started doing floaters. Little runners getting easier shots. What happened? The three. He dropped one. Then he started cutting to the rim. Get an and one. You have the main thing about the younger cats on this team, the cooks and all of these guys, and Caruso even too. Drive to the rim. Don't just settle. It's a whole lot of settling going on. Just because it's an open shot, don't mean. And you saw it during that run. They really started looking for Dwight more, and they started cutting more. And the Bulls didn't have nothing for them. The inside was wide open. By the time LeBron and AD got in, basket is open. They just might as well just go in. LeBron, what'd he do? Take the pick, do a little move, draw the defense in. By attacking, kick out AD, open three. What'd he do? Drive, drive in, defense collapse, kick out, cook. That's what has to happen. And I will say this. As the coaching staff, when it comes to the offense, and I'm giving y'all props, but can y'all please, for the love of God, Run that goddamn LeBron AD pick and roll play, please. It is fucking unstoppable. And they do not use it enough. Yeah. They be trying to go to AD inside on the... He's struggling. That fade ain't working. Not right now. That jump shot is here and, is here and there. But guess what ain't here and there? Setting the pick. Cutting to the rim. LeBron on one side, AD on the other. Teams look, you they look like a deer in headlights when they see that shit. Mm-hmm. Like a newborn baby. They don't know what the they don't know what to do. When both of them are coming at them, driving towards that rim, they don't know what to do. And we ain't even seen they they did a lot of this in preseason. They ran screen and roll. So a quick dish up, quick pick, phew, cut to the rim, easy. That happens so many times. They're not even running that. And when we need the baskets, it, it can't just be one-on-one. It can't just be threes. They got to run more of that. It's, right. it's literally an unstoppable play. Yeah, It's literally unstoppable. And I think it's going to take teams at least two years to even figure out a way to stop it. I, that's what I say. Because it, even if you slow both of them down, if you doubling it or triple teaming it, that means there's an open shooter. 
I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know what? We're going to get to the next quarter. All right. We're in this next quarter. My phone's still going off like crazy. And I'm cause... still drinking, so. Oh, yeah. We still drinking. TV, we going up. Happy birthday again. TV. Happy birthday. In the middle of the week, we getting lit. That's how you know. So, if you say, oh, man, this sounds crazy, I'm a little tipsy. And uh, the wife a little tipsy. So, we doing good, man. We doing it. But we doing it for a good reason. We doing it for the co-host. We love her so much. She was so cool. Yeah, she was. She was so cool, people. And, man, let, let me just get back to this. Let's talk about the next few games the Lakers have to play because that's important. We are sitting at the top of the West. Oh, my God. Oh, my gooeys. Oh, my gooeys. We at the top. We number one. Right? We number one. But it's some it's some big teams coming up. It's some big ones. We we sitting five straight wins. Um not just that. Not just that. I'm bragging now. I'm talking shit. We was three and one on this road trip. Three and oh. Three and oh on this road trip. That's huge. I thought, well, if we come out two out of the three, that's cool. But let me put it like this. Before I even get into the schedule. When you are a good team, if you down 15, 18 points, some nights you just mail it in. Right? You just start thinking, well, we'll let some bench players play. You know, we might try out the new guys. A sign of a great team is when it looks over and you put in the bench and the bench can go on the run and bring the lead back close, then your starters come back in and take that bitch to the next level and get that lead back, that's a sign of a great team. Because that means even against bad teams, they still want to fucking win. And that's what pissed me off last year. This is what me and TV <clears throat> were stressing on this goddamn podcast was effort. Lakers lacked effort in the first half. Second half... Just play with some goddamn effort. Cut the turnovers, right? And play with some damn effort. And if you can do that on the nights with some of these bad teams, you're going to win. Because yeah. some of these teams are terrible. They are. And, and that's one thing I kind of want to touch on, the bench players. I wanted to give – I don't want to discredit them. And I think they – um the team as a whole deserves a lot of credit. Yeah. Um, Except for KCP. Yeah, I will not give him credit. Yeah. I will not give him credit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. 
I'm sorry. I give him some credit. Yeah, he gave give, one good game out of out credit. of six. Give him some credit. He one good game out of six. Hey, you know that's not that's not good enough though. That's not cutting it. That's not. But okay, I give him some credit. He, yeah, you got to give him some credit. Y'all heard it. I'm okay, KCP. I'm sorry. You gave us one good game. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Is that good enough? That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. All right. My phone is going nuts because the tweets are still rolling in. And I'm normally talking shit right about now. I'm normally on the slander train right now. But that's how important this podcast is to me that I turn down slander. And I love sweet slander. I am always here for slander. And just excitement and the timeline going in on people. And let me tell you something, Bill Simmons, he was he was asking for the slander. He was right on the verge. And Colin Kyle heard, oh, he's hearing it as we speak. Cause he had to talk about the defense and he brought up LeBron. What a fucking idiot. But we let me get to the schedule. I didn't talk about everything itself for the schedule. Yes. Okay. The next game is Friday. So probably right before you guys get this, a little after you get this podcast, we'll be playing the Miami Heat. Tough team. Tough. Tough team. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to be an easy one, like some people might think. Uh, Jimmy Butler is going to play, so that's going to be a rough one. Uh, and they got the kid done in, a, in uh, what's his name, Hero, the young rookie Tyler Hero from I think it's Kentucky. Boy can play. I think that's Kentucky. But I know he can play. And he's been putting up numbers as a rookie. Then after that, we play the world champs, the ghost of the world champs, the Toronto Raptors. But they still are very deep. Very deep team. It's going to be some good matchups. Sayakum is playing out of his mind. Going to see him up against LeBron. AD going to have to play big in that game with Ibaka and Gasol and all of those boys. So that's not a tough – that's not a easy game at all. Then you play the Suns, who are surprisingly one of the best teams in the West. I I had to double-check, too. I had to do the same thing. Right, that's what I'm looking like. Yeah, the Suns with Devin Booker, with Aiden out – are one of the best teams in the West. Oh. It is bananas, but I, I will say no team is double team and a triple team in him. So we'll see how that works. And hopefully Bradley is back before that because we're, he's going to be needed in that game. We need him on Booker. And then after that, we plan the Warriors, who are not the Warriors that you know. They are a ghost town. They just some dudes in Warriors jerseys and a brand new stadium day. That should be a W. Then after that, we play, god damn, we play the Queens, the Kings, I'm sorry. And you know why this is a good one. Fucking Luke Walden is the coach of the Kings. And nothing I want more than to see him look stupid. After fucking up a lot last year. I know, I know. Y'all don't give him props, but... What'd you say? A whole lot. 
a whole lot. I want that fucking W. And the way that they talk about Fox and the Kings and was calling them the next team up last season and they're not doing so hot now. Yeah, I want that fucking W. Yeah. I want to laugh. Oh, and then after that, talk about point guard. You talk about point guard killer role. You got to play the Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young, who I love, by the way. Secret, secretly love Trey Young. I love his game, too. Yeah, I love that kid. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Kid was disrespected in that draft. I've never seen a kid put up those kind of numbers in college and get disrespected like that. I thought he should have went way higher. And for Bill Simmons to say that the trade for Luka, for Trey Young, was one of the worst things that the Hawks ever did, probably is up there with his 67-win prediction as one of the dumbest things he's ever said out of his mouth, period. As good as Luka is, Trey Young is that good. And if you don't slow him down, we're in trouble. But I know for a fact that Collins is out because he failed a drug. Uh, Oh, yeah, he... Some, I guess he must have had some PED or something in his system. So Collins is out. So you basically got to deal with Trey Young and how you're going to stop him. That's why Bradley is very important for this run that we're talking about. And then after the Hawks, you play the Thunder. Chris Paul. Uh, the kid from the Clippers, the shot Alexander kid. Um, nice, cool squad. Nothing. I'm. It should be a W. Should be. Yeah. But again, everybody plays up when it's the fucking Lakers. That's why I say you can't. It's the West. You can't take a night off. And then right after that is the Memphis Grizzlies, the young team, Triple J, the the rookie I love. I'm falling in love with some of these young kids. The John Moran kid is dope as fuck. Um, You have to slow them down. You got to slow Memphis down. That's why, and that should be a Bradley payback game. So that's, that's going to be a really good game. So out of that, out of these games I just mentioned, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's nine games. If we could somehow get seven out of the nine, seven or greater out of that nine games, not only would we be running away with the West, but we would be the best team in the league by far. Because nobody... At this point, ain't nobody on the – well, Boston on a five-game run. Fuck them. But I'm just saying, six games in a row going into a schedule that's pretty favorable now is on point, man. Really on point. So let's get to the fourth quarter. It's the fourth quarter. You know what time that is. It is Kobe time. 
Yeah, it's Kobe time. And you heard the voice. That's TV. And I just want to say one thing. This show, podcast, wouldn't be what it is without her. That's why this is very important on her birthday. Uh, You know, I just randomly did some shit on Twitter. I thought she was one of the dopest personalities for the Lakers on Twitter. And I always was cool with her. For her to take my idea and expand on it and say, yeah, we can do this. We can do this podcast. It is incredible for somebody who has never met. We never met face to face. But to have the faith in me to know that I would get it to just a certain point. And she was like, look, I got it. We'll get it together and we'll get it. Crazy. I mean, we talked over the phone many times. It was many times that we didn't feel like doing the podcast or something came up or who knows. We, I mean, it took us a long time to even get this thing together. And we just sat on the phone yeah. a few times and just talked and laughed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but that's how she the was. Days that, the days that the podcast didn't, you know, get recorded. Right. Some of the conversations that we had, I wish I would record it because they were that funny. Uh, if you know TV, she is hella funny. So we were dying laughing, just having little conversations. And some of the shit we was talking about around the league and about other players, hella funny. Telling us stories and stuff. that Because we're not close. You got to understand that. We're in St. Louis. I'm not close to the situation. I'm only doing it from a fan perspective, from a distance. So certain things I have no real feel for. So when she went to the first, when she told me about going to Staples and that environment, it was like I was living through her, through this story. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to get a feel for it. It is incredible to me that somebody... In just a short, like a really short, yeah, span, short span, I felt that's why I call her my basketball sister. I mean, just in a really short span, we got really cool. And I wish we could have got even closer before her tragic death. And that's why I said I just wanted to come party. We partying with these victories. We partying for her birthday, and it just feels so right. Everything just feels so right. And I was reading you guys' comments on Twitter earlier, and it's like, dude, yeah, it does feel like she's architecting, like the architect of this shit. Because mm-hmm. it is, it feels that way. Yeah. And for it to happen... I remember a few tweets and a few things she told me, like, next year is going to be it. And things that we were saying. And for it to play out just in this little sample size, the way it has, feels so right. And it only backs up how I already felt and what she told me. It is bananas. It is bananas. And I just wanted to thank y'all for supporting this show. 
even in, I mean, it was tough, man. I, I really, I really thought about not doing this. I really did. But I got so much encouragement from TV's brother to so many people on Twitter, man, telling me, dude, just keep going, man, and doing this. And I was like, I want to dedicate this to her. And this ain't just mine. This will always be ours. Ours together. This is always our podcast. And anything, any success comes from this will be ours. It won't just be mine. So that's what I'm saying, man. You're going to always hear that. Kobe, that's TV. She's going to always be a part of this show. Also, want to give a shout out to her family as well. Oh yeah. Um, and let them know that we love them just as much as we loved her. Right. I. Hey man. I text her brother. Hey. I. I stay in the loop. You know. I know. People are asking me about things that haven't. Look, man. I really can't really tell you anything. I don't really know. But, hey man. I. I feel like I'm connected to them through her. So I like to just, you know, say what's up. Her brother's so cool though. Y'all heard if y'all listen to the older podcast, you heard his her brother anyway, which I need to get him back on this show so we could talk Lakers because he loved the Lakers just as much. But I mean, it's like a family, bro. And this thing was growing regardless. This thing is a just a it's just moving. It is what it is. It's going to keep moving. It's going to keep moving. And I can't wait to see the progress of where this thing is going and me just talking shit. It's so fun to just talk shit. Especially after wins. Oh, Jesus. Wins. You know how it feels to get dubs again? Oh, my God. To go to work and talk shit again? Oh, my God. I know y'all feeling that. Oh, my. People be talking. They was talking the most shit. All summer we had to put up with bullshit. All summer, bruh. Oh, the Clippers. They licking the Clippers nuts. That's all you hear. Clippers, Clippers, Clippers. Clippers the best team in the West. Oh, my God. At the end of the day, the Lakers, they gave up too much. Oh, why did they keep Kuzma? Oh, Ingram. Look at Ingram and Zoe. Oh, they getting so much better now. It's like, God damn. They talked about the owner. They talked about the GM. They talked. They said the GM was incompetent. They said Palinka wasn't getting it done. They said that he didn't know dates when it came to the AB trade. Fuck all these people, bruh. We get to say fuck all of them. That's the best feeling in the world. They've been talking shit. Chris Maddox. Fuck it. I had to listen to all of these people because I couldn't get away from it. People adding me, showing me videos. Magic Johnson on TV. I don't even know what the fuck he was saying because I didn't want to hear it. All this shit. All of it. And for us to be top in the West, shut the fuck up. Talking is done. I don't want to hear that shit no more. (coughs) Wait until we lose. Talk your shit then. But right now, shut the fuck up. It's winning time. You know what I mean? And with that, I think the Jello is jiggling. 
Okay. That was the Laker Game Podcast. I'm your boy at M-A-V-U-S-1-5 on Twitter. You can always check out old episodes, catch the newest ones, LakerGamePodcast.com. Don't forget, we got merch. We got shirts. We got designs. I got the sweatshirt. You got the sweatshirt? Yeah, I got the sweatshirt. That's right. I sleep in it. We ain't going to go there. We just going to move on. We, just saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Shop.spreadshirt slash Laker Gang Podcast. Okay. Go ahead and cop you a sweatshirt. It's getting cold out. Mm-hmm. You might want to cop you one. And for real, man. I love the beats that people sending in. Keep sending in your beats. Just know if you do send me one, that's R F A M period M A V U S at gmail.com. Okay. Any music you submit, please. No copyright material and no samples. I'm not trying to get sued. Okay? Because I ain't got it. So, send me some original stuff. You hear the heat that's on this podcast. People send me heat all the time. So, just keep sending them in. (sighs) Who we out like? I know who we out like. We out like KCP. Um, Last game. The Bulls. We out like KCP game. Be out. See y'all next week.